What up, peeps? It's your boy, The Penguin, and I'm telling you that we have brand new logos and new merch in the Wicked Turtle store. Some of the new merch is a fanny packs. We do have masks because we are in a pandemic. Some of the new logos that I'll tell you right now are, are you turtly enough for the Turtle Club? Hey, man, are you a wingman? Listen, we also have a Little Penguin shirts. Remember, all proceeds from the Little Penguin merch goes to the Little Penguins College Fund. And hey, listen, are you guys always trying to figure out what is the answer to the question of what up, peeps? Well, now you can wear that merch. Check it out at teespring.com backslash stores backslash Wicked Turtle and join the club today. The following Wicked Turtle Network presentation has strong language and strong content. Viewer discretion is advised. Wicked Turtle Nation, I'm the kilowatt. I'm here with the penguin, and we're gonna spit a lot. It's the show that answers what everyone wants to know. We call it What Up Peeps, so hey, here we go. What Up Peeps, it's your boy, the penguin, and I'm here with that hoe over there. The killer thought. Ooh, hey, Daddy. Welcome back to episode two of season three of What Up, Peeps. <laughs> I love your Wendy Williams <laughs> impression. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Not to make it awkward, but. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and that's how you start a show baby enthusiasm enthusiasm high energy big dick energy that's my nickname so we had episode one of season three i thought it was actually a success that intro yeah. was amazing that outro was just as good um so uh, how was your week there the thought <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh. <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you about my week daddy um no so i had a, I had a really good uh really good week but also a really uneventful week but let me tell you about what i got into this week um got really into the show raised by wolves on netflix so sunday and monday i was like binging all they had wait is that on netflix or is that is that on hbo my bad it's streaming services so i get confused hbo, HBO max. max that's what i thought um, so then i finished it up on monday and then i had to wait until thursday for two more episodes but then i forgot about it and watched it today but <laughs> dude wow this show is like weird it's usually kind of the concept that i would hate but i love it and they're releasing two episodes each week, which is fun. That is like you get to like a mini binge. Um, and also Lovecraft Country. Love that. And let me tell you. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. So Lovecraft Country, H.P. Lovecraft, Cthulhu, one of my favorite mythos. I will tell you, I'm getting a big Cthulhu tattoo right here, by the way. And this That's has been cool. planned for a while. Um. So Max Landis is like 
one of my favorite people in the movie business and comics and all that. Uh, he puts out on YouTube these uh, videos of him just pitching you an idea for a movie. And so he pitched this idea. It was about 50 minutes long. And I watched it last night. And he pitches this movie called Superman, Agent of Batman. And it's like a young, like new Superman that just like donned the cape. He's done a couple like saving the planet things. And then Batman's like, hey, you know, I'm going to train you. I'm going to teach you how to fight because you're just reckless. Like you don't have any training. So, um, so he's like under the supervision of a 18 year old Dick Grayson and everything. And Batman sends them over to the Arctic Circle to check out uh, this like thing that's been destroying ships and stuff, um, which turns out to be Aquaman, but like a fucking Aquaman who's not a bad guy, but he's definitely not a good guy. Uh, so Superman goes to figure out what this anomaly is under the under the earth uh, or under the sea, and he, and he goes down to the bottom of the sea, and he enters the city under the sea that is not Atlantis. It's the home of Cthulhu. So he fucking says this, and I just go, <gasps> just like imagining this fucking world of Cthulhu and Superman, the two tattoos I'm going to fucking have. And I'm just like, this is the greatest thing I ever heard. And then he's just like, yep, you heard me right. We've just entered Lovecraft country. And I basically jizzed in my pants as the nerd that I am. Um, but that's, yeah, that's, that's basically my week in a nutshell. Fanboy week i have yet to see that lovecraft country well you know it's i don't i don't i don't i don't know if you would like it or not i'd love to see uh, you you watch it because it's i hear a lot of people say like it's too much and then other people are like this is a perfect show for Mm. me i absolutely love it Mm. interesting you're loving HBO Max. I'll tell you that right now. I didn't. I didn't know that I would, man. I basically. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. You know. You know. We kind of fanboyed over over Disney Plus, and then yeah. they kind of like they were like this for the long, the longest time for us, and then they kind of staled out mm-hmm. a little bit, except for you know the Mandalorians coming back, which is probably make me go back up here. Right for sure. Yeah. They kind of staled out a little bit, and then and then HBO Max comes out, and it's like, dude, they are just killing it. Like that's. That was probably the best idea of 2020. There's a lot of like hidden gems, man. So many good things on HBO Max, but then also you've got to take into account that as original content, I don't think HBO has ever made a bad original show. I mean, yo, I I texted you the other night. I'm like, it looks Scooby-Doo, bro. Oh, dude, like the original series? Yeah. Yeah. Man, dude, all, all, all you need is HBO Go to usurp HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, well, same thing. I don't know. Just remember HBO. It was the the penguin who's been broadcasting Max. He says Go. He says Netflix. Well, listen, what I'm saying is this guy over here. HBO Max should usurp Boomerang and then just give us everything. Like Hanna-Barbera, all that junk. Yes. And then I'm like, what else do I need? What else do I need? Dude, they have like Cartoon Network stuff. Yeah. Basic cable. Okay. Netflix, Hulu, HBO Go, Disney Plus. Give me five streaming services and I need nothing more. And, and Disney Plus is debatable because like maybe only for the Mandalorian and Marvel. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I still like Disney Plus for like nostalgia stuff, you know. Yeah, you know, I was watching those nineteen fifty cartoons the other day. Those little shorts that they used to do. I mean, I'm not that old. I, I'm not that old either, but I still was like, I, I grew up watching those cartoons as a kid, you know. So like, yeah. it was kind of cool. Yeah, they got some good stuff on there. Because right? back in the day, that's what the Disney Channel used to like. That's what they used to have. They used to have those old, old cartoons. Well, you know what's yeah. still not on there for some reason? The one show that I like, I, I was into Disney as a kid, and then I stopped in like elementary school for a while. And then in junior high, I used to love coming home at three o'clock right after school and hitting the Disney Channel for a couple hours. Um, the famous Jet Jackson, Lizzie McGuire, um, and some other junk. But famous Jet Jackson's still not on there. Mm. I don't. I don't know. Like, did they have the Mickey Mouse Club, which was cool? Yeah, that's cool. I don't the know old, if they the old played uh, Jet Jackson got into some trouble or what. Like, if Miley Cyrus is Hannah Montana still on there, I don't know why that would be on there. Yeah. Um, my week has been up and down. Um, let's see. I thought she was doing really good until like yesterday around like four. Like I was doing like that whole day was fantastic. I was winning that day. Like I got up, I did an exercise with that with that ring fit, and then I took took Bear out for a walk. I posted on Instagram. By the way, what an only penguin on Instagram. And then um, after that, I'm like, what's going on? And now I just get hit with like, hey, by the way, your insurance. You haven't met your deductible, even though you went to the hospital and you had like a three thousand dollar bill. And I'm like. Wait, that's come supposed to wake. Yeah, I'm like, you come and say what? <laughs> come and say what? What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm under the impression for the past two months that all because here's the thing all my medications were free for the past two months, which is great. And I don't know if we have any listeners out there who is diabetic, and if you are, and you know, my, my pain is real. So, but uh, diabetic medications like insulins are mad expensive like you for a whole month supply for me it's like 500 and some change that's like i pretty much have like a little bit left over just to pay the rest of my life and that's not even counting if i need to get another month's prescription of another insulin which is another three hundred dollars so that would probably be a whole check so one insulin two insulins one whole check can i ask you a political question i'm working for insulin <laughs> so like free health care or like um health open access health care um like open prescriptions like say you pay five dollars per prescription right like they do in england um so this is quote unquote socialist uh, concept does that bother you what do you mean the the socialist concept because that's what everybody's argument is what's the so i don't know i didn't know I didn't, well, exactly what are you talking right. about well okay so like uh basically socialism is bad in in in, the, in our capitalist economy which is like a very like republican concept uh they like socialists are basically uh communist in a sense in, i'm actually for, if you're talking about free healthcare, i am for free healthcare. i think we right. should really as well there should be because there are a lot of socialist uh concepts in our economy like firefighters and policemen and all this shit um so like why not if it benefits the people benefit the people you know like well, i don't think there should be any issue for it people are worried that they're gonna have to pay more taxes for it 
but wouldn't you rather pay more taxes for the betterment of everyone? Well, here's the thing. I, I think well, I think this all starts with uh, with insurance companies. I think they're the biggest scam in this country alive. Yeah, but the like, government gave them the power. I'm paying – okay, so I pay out of my check. A percentage of my check – I wouldn't say percentage, but a certain amount of dollars go out of my check in to pay for insurance – which then I also have to pay on to deductible. So I don't understand if you're paying out of your out of your pay to, to the insurance, that should go towards your deductible anyways, just to have it. Like the the insurance setup, there's so many monies going into this one thing. But then when okay, for like many years, it's like for instance, like before I got sick and I wasn't diabetic. All right. Yeah. yeah. Before I got sick and I wasn't diabetic, I was paying for all this stuff. Like I, I had health insurance. But not well, using the help. Yeah. yeah. So what they're telling you is like, hey, you know, you owe us $88 a paycheck, right? So like we're going to take $88 a paycheck from you. And this is to pile up in our accounts in case you ever need it. And then we'll pay out to you. But we won't pay out to you unless you pay a lump sum of $500 deductible. And then we'll give you money to the money that you've been storing with us and excess on, on to that if we need to pay an excess, which eventually, because you're going to pay insurance for the rest of your life, you will eventually pay back. It's, it's a flawed system. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't mind paying for healthcare if we had a lower cost in medications. Yeah. Like if like, for instance, insulins or a cap at like a hundred bucks, mm -hmm. I'm cool with that, you know? If we had, we need medication caps on all our medicines. That's what I one thing I think. I think we all need we need medication caps on everything. Like when it comes to prescription, we need prescription united, a united front on this of all prescriptions are capped at a certain dollar, and you then that's it. You shouldn't have to go broke or or go without certain things in order to do what you need to do to stay alive. It's What's, fucked up. And here's here's the, my biggest gripe, and I and I tell everybody this. Um, this is why I dislike our country, not our country, not the people, not the soldiers, but the government is no longer the United States of America. It is the United Corporation of America. And that is not our country. That is, it is something completely different. And there's a difference between being a patriot, which I consider myself, and being a blind supporter of something that represents something other than what it actually is. Like I was, is luckily I was able to fix my problem this week. Today, I actually went to a pharmacy today. I was actually, what's funny is it was in the hospital. That's uh, mm -hmm. that's the pharmacy. And they they were able to work with me and they said, yeah, we'll break a box for you. That's easy. He said, we'll break a box for you. And then, uh, you know, if you don't use that box, we'll give it to one of our patients that will use it. You know, we're, we do that all the time. You're getting paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, like it was, uh, it was one of those type of moments like, oh yes. Like I walked What's outside and I was like this. Is you know, if they like, do, yes. if they do end up giving that to the patient, they end up charging the insurance company more money than what you're paying for even that broken piece or a full box. Here's the thing. I'm okay with that. Do you know why? Oh, no, no, it's fine. The insurance company. But how twisted is that? Well, here's the thing. The Fortune 500 pharmacies, the Fortune 500 company pharmacies, like mm. CVS, 
Rite Aid, Walmart um, will not break a box at all. They want you to spend that whole money. Here, sure. this is a private place. Like it's a pri- it's on hospital grounds. It actually has the hospital name on it. And they said that they'll do it. And I was like, wow, finally. Because Kmart, I worked with Kmart. Kmart worked with me. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. They seen my struggles. And there was times when I said to them, like, hey, listen, man, I can't afford this. So I'm not going to take it. I'm just not going to take it. If, if I have so, to p- choose between putting food on my table or taking medication, I will make sure that my wife and son have food in their mouths or the lights on or the bills to be paid before. Yeah. My, I'll jeopardize my health. So the job of a pharmacist is to take the medicine and distribute it per prescription, right? So like, like any other pill, if it comes in a box of like, say, six, but you only need two, wouldn't it behoove them to sell you the two to make the money they can make now rather than the money to turn you away and say like, hey, if you can't buy six, we don't sell it to you at all. Rather than be like, oh, but if you can't afford to, we'll sell you too, because that is money now. You know, it's it's stupid. I also think it's also a setup too. I, th- I think the the medical world is more of a setup too to to push along the right people that they want to, to stay alive. Like if you can't afford this medication, you, you're in this type of class. We'd rather have this higher class be pushed along because they can afford this medication to keep them alive longer. So oh, let's sure. keep this, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're getting a little political here, but still it's like, it, this is well, one of my biggest problems. Every year I come in the same problem. I mean, you guys can go back in all my posts and stuff when I post, I mean, I post a lot about this. This is a pro- probably one of the biggest things. And like I said, even before we went on air tonight, I was like, like listen, if, if a candidate wanted to get my vote, dude, do something that where you can reform and get and fix this type of problem. This is, this is something we shouldn't have a problem with because other countries do it a lot better than us. Way better. You can go to Mexico, which kind of sucks down there, but you can go to Mexico and they have great drugs that yeah. you can get down there. Have you, you ever been to, to Mexico? You said Europe. I remember you, my, my, one of my favorite stories is like you talking about Europe and, 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 and the inhaler you had to get in, in Europe. Let me explain something to you. You said that it sucks down in Mexico, but you've never probably been there, right? So this is, this is where I want to get into my next topic, which is the world of 2020 and conspiracy theories. So when I talked about Europe and the way that they do their treatment of people there, um, one of the biggest things is France. France has this incredible system of taking care of its people and their health. And uh, what do you think of when you think France without knowing that? Right. Like not a good thing, right? You probably think of arrogant French people no. or like French fries or like <laughs> city American. <laughs> no. You know what I think of? Food. Okay. Well, but – like in reality, though, like the the general American consensus about France is that they're like hoity-toity, we're like douchey jerks, um, and this is a lot to do with they have a good thing going over there, and America wants to paint a bad picture of them to the people so that you don't realize that they have it better than you. You know, they they're treated better than we treat you here. And that might be the case. I mean, I don't know why people would come here from Mexico if it was that good there. So maybe you're wrong. Yeah. But the access to medication there is phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, Cuba, Colombia, like 
the medicine. Me, yo, tell your story about Europe. You were telling me about Europe, how you went, had to get an inhaler. Here, that inhaler would probably cost you what? 200, 300 bucks? Five dollars. Five dollars per prescription. Five bucks. Flat, no matter what it is. Yeah. Five dollars per prescription. That's amazing. See, these other countries, they treat you like kings, dude. They yeah. treat you like kings. It's like they're sending you a message. Right. Well, I mean, hey, you fucking prick. Um, before I get there, uh, I like that. But before we get there, I did want to ask you a question about conspiracies because of the world of 2020. Do you believe there's a cure for diabetes and that we just don't have it because they make money by treating it? It's probably out there. It's probably out there, definitely. Yeah. I think there's a cure for everything out there, to be honest. Except I honestly do, too. Even coronavirus. Ooh, bum, bum, bum. I fully agree. I think any ailment that's out there, I think there's actually already a cure. Um, maybe not Lou Gehrig's disease. Baseball. Anyway, baseball. <laughs> message from a king, you know? All right. I already so, set you up. So let's talk about a message from a king. Yeah, so if you guys don't understand it from the title, uh, this, this episode is actually dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. So yeah. we watched two Chad, Chadwick Boseman movies. The first one we watched, I wanted to watch this one from Netflix because I have yet to see it. And I know Kilowatt said it was on his... It was on. It was on your radar, and you you haven't watched it either. So. It was on my radar, but I, I, you know, the reason I didn't watch it because it only came on my radar after he had passed. I didn't even and, know it. Yeah, it it just was like, it wasn't something that I was ready to watch until I was forced. That I kind of want to go back a little. Um, I was searching for a clip earlier that we found out was deleted, um, but I remember our first podcast. We had talked about who do we think could play the next blade? And I was just like Chadwick Boseman. And I don't even know if you knew who he was at this point, but I remember saying like, there's this fucking fantastic movie, this movie 42, which we're actually going to review right after this one. Um, and I remember saying like, I would recast him in remaking Robin Williams movies. I don't care. I think he's a fantastic young actor and one of my favorite actors. So like his passing is just like it's weird that somebody you've never met can have such an emotional like you can have a really emotional tie to like i'm like in a sense kind of devastated by yeah it. i think that's uh, we both called each other and we both were shocked like i was yeah. shocked i was yeah. like what i didn't even know he was sick kudos yeah, for him that, for keeping that from anybody you know that's like a testament to his strength man yeah i mean he was uh I mean, I I think I fell in love with him more as Black Panther, like the whole world did. He, yeah, it was phenomenal. It was like the most perfect. There's sometimes there's these roles that are just picked out that's perfect for you. Like Christopher yeah. Reeve, for instance, he was perfect to play Superman. Perfect Superman. I think you know the best thing about Christopher Reeves and Christopher Reeves as Superman is they call Christopher Reeves the guy that made you believe a man could fly, because yeah. he was like even though he's in a wheelchair. Uh, you know, he was like Superman in real life. Like he embodied that spirit and that personality. And so did Chadwick of T'Challa. Like this dude was T'Challa in real life. Like he was a role model and an inspiration. He is literally the candle that I hold any celebrity or athlete to. Um, just you need to be a role model and an upstanding citizen. And, He's and just he a was. phenomenal actor too. Like we, we, mm -hmm. we talked about in the past about actors who, um, 
you know, who are from from uh, like like uh, England and stuff like that that play American characters and sound like perfect. You know, sure. like Andrew Lincoln, for instance, plays a great Southern dude. You know, yeah. plays a, he does a, his Hugh, great Southern accent. Hugh Laurie playing uh, Doctor House. I remember the first time I saw him do an interview. I'm like, huh? Yeah, this this is the same thing that that shocked me with um with with Chadwick. I because I've never saw Forty Two before, um, which is weird but we'll get back we'll get into that later so what was weird was hearing him with the african accent right because like you know he he typically he, he speaks also who names her son chadwick <laughs> like what cool name man it is cool it name. is at least chadwick boseman is easier to say than tanning chatham or chatham tanning i can't get it right i love the guy but i can't get it right I just call him oh. hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's magic Mike, baby. But uh, yeah, dude, huge bag of a huge bag of wind here, man. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the movie. And yeah, so what did you think of uh, Message from a King? Okay, well, you know, just I don't think that Chadwick has ever not fulfilled his duties as an actor. As an actor, uh, yes. so he he killed it. He killed the role. Um, as far as the tone and the beat of the movie, I didn't, I didn't love the pacing and some of the directorial choices. Uh, it made me feel like an indie film art house director took on a medium budget Hollywood thriller, um, and, and just didn't have the chops to kill it. Yeah, uh, that's what it felt like because you get these action thrillers, and there's always a beat of every ten pages of dialogue is a huge action scene of some sort, and I don't feel like that was here. There were a lot of lulls and like silent moments that made me just kind of be like zoned out, and I reached for my phone, and then I'd be like, "No, put it down! You've got to struggle through this." boring moment just for chadwick it's for chadwick <laughs> so uh no some of the cool shit in this movie though uh the action sequences that they did have were badass and uh just confirm for me that was a bike chain correct yes didn't know you could cool. use that as a weapon me neither i thought that was very cool <laughs> But you can use a bike chain as a weapon. GTA, I'm looking at you for <laughs> your next installment. Holy shit. So I thought that was really cool. Um, another thing that kind of got brought to light in this, and if we're going to stay on the political side, a uh, little twist and turn at the end of the movie with the bad guy being in the pedophilia. Um, overall, okay movie great yeah. acting great acting okay movie i mean for for my review in this i'm i'm pretty piggybacking off of you um i had the same emotions um i had such a hard time watching this movie it was a tough watch it was i mean we use that a lot on this show it was just a tough watch to watch this movie just because not Chadwick Boseman, like you said. I agree with you. I think Chad, Chadwick Boseman was great in this in this film. I feel like, like you said, um, you know, 
it's the story of it just like went here and then here and then here and then it just kept going up and down up and down up and down up and down yeah, to the point where i'm hard to follow where i'm doing this like with you i'm like okay here can, can i ask you a what? question did you think in the beginning of the movie when he was being interrogated by the police or whatever did you think that that took place at the end of the movie and that we were going to be recalled to that no okay so i did it felt like one of those scenes that start out a movie and then it kind of ends and then we go to the movie and then you end up back in that interrogation room at the end of the movie. It just was, it was such a hard watch. Like this was such a hard, hard watch and it was kind of hard to follow along. Like, you know, I agree with that. That was one of my biggest problems with this. It wasn't Chadwick Boseman. I thought Chadwick Boseman did great in this movie, to be honest, as as doing his character and the voice and all that stuff. I thought it was T'Challa there for a second. I'm like, oh my God, did T'Challa come into this movie? Like, he had the same accents. I don't know when this movie was filmed. I think it was, what, 2017? 2016. So that was right after. That was almost, what, like right after? Well, yeah, it was released in 2016. So I don't, it was probably filmed even before that. When was Black Panther came out? It was after that. I think that Black Panther was 2017 oh so he had like practice (laughs) yeah maybe you have to do it maybe you have to do a crap movie to get to get to to greatness you know well i think he probably did winter soldier or or no civil war civil war i think that happened before that was before yeah that was before black panther so he had it down but like i said i agree with almost all the points that you just said it's it's it was up and down up and down up and down for me it was a hard watch yeah um like you said it was Okay. Yeah, for some of the dramatic like reveals of like things that happened, I felt like I felt like you like you kind of said like some things didn't make sense. It felt like they they really forced themselves to not reveal things until it felt like dramatically like necessary because like who would have thought until the end of the freaking movie they were like, "Oh, she sold the boy to him for like sex because whatever like there no point in the movie prior to that would you have guessed that that was a thing also like kudos for chadwick boseman to do this is this very a gruesome gruesome movie it was a little it was dark it was super dark like like the the face all mangled and messed up that was kind of gross and then like you said the boy like it was i feel i feel like on paper chadwick was probably like this seems like a good movie he's like i need to do something that's not marvel well, yeah, that and like, you know, there were some really cool dramatic twists and reveals. The twist at the end, in the beginning of the interrogation, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I, uh, back in Africa, I'm a uh, taxi driver. But yeah. when he goes back to Africa at the end, he's beaten by a bunch of police and they call him detective. You're like, oh, shit, no wonder he was so good at tracking shit down. He is a detective. I think he said the taxi driver because uh, whatever he was, it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It didn't matter what he was there. Right, but he also didn't want to like, lead on that he was because if he was there to work um it he wouldn't be he'd have to be deported back because he doesn't have a work visa yeah uh it's, it's uh, so much bullshit but so like, what's, yeah. what's your rating i'm gonna give it a 7.5 because like i said it's an okay movie uh, i don't think i'd watch it again for any real reason but it's not a bad movie like the action was there the acting was there when the um, action was there it was good that's the thing that's the, action true. Was there. the problem is there wasn't enough of it that was the biggest problem yeah. it was it was action for a little bit and then down 
I felt Action like for a little bit and then down. I felt then, like it was a really bad episode of uh, Law and Order SVU. It was like this is the bad guy that leads you to the bad guy that leads you to the bad guy that leads you back to the first bad guy that leads you to the bad guy who actually did it. I think I think for myself I'm gonna what'd you say 7.5 right yeah yeah I think I'm gonna man it's hard hard to give it that uh I hate to do it because Chadwick Boseman was great if I had to go by points of action was good Chadwick Boseman was good I I I, you know what I'm there you're right okay I give it 7.5 I give it 7.5 because it's not the worst movie I've ever seen it, it yeah yeah yeah, it's not the worst movie. It's not the worst movie, you know. But hey, uh, so uh, let's talk about forty-two. Uh, you mean the uh, answer to the ultimate question of the universe and everything? <laughs> Just, <laughs> you're saying Jackie Robinson's? No, but the enlightened okay. being. <laughs> so, so yeah, like the uh, forty-two, the reference of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There, um, that's why. My email, AlexWatt42, uh, pretty much oh. everything is 42. Start spamming, everybody. Start spamming. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, listen, 42 is an integral thing in my life and um, a major role model for me and something a lot of people don't know about me. And, you know, political hot button, Black Lives Matter. Um, but for me personally, most of my role models in my life and personal heroes have been Black males. So... Jackie Robinson is one of the first uh, inspirational black males that I was ever exposed to via, I believe it was called the Jackie Robinson story, which is like a made for TV movie. But this movie was my introduction to Chadwick Boseman, who obviously 42, Jackie Robinson, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, this movie like was just so perfect in, in my opinion. Like maybe I'm giving it too much of a good rating, but when I am compelled to feel during a movie and I'm also learning something and possibly being motivated to change my opinions on the world and people in it, like I can't not give you a better review. Like that's, that's what you, you dream of when you go into making a film, like to actually change the world through entertainment. Um, Chadwick, fucking amazing. Like I said, my first exposure, this is the movie that made me possibly recommend him for anybody to watch as an actor. So I will give it over to you because all I'm going to do is say how great this movie is. Well, I'm probably going to piggyback that all off of that too. So, but um, I, I, I win this because I, I love baseball. <laughs> I love baseball a lot. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew the story already um, because being a baseball fan. Um, I do watch sports. I'm like the kilowatt, but I do watch sports. Yeah. Uh, what, what, I, you know what? I, like, I would say that I'm okay with sports, but I can't watch it like religiously. But you give me a good sports movie, oh, I'm in it. I love it. Mm. Like, I, I don't think there's ever been a sports movie I hated except for maybe Draft Day uh, because it's like play football. <laughs> draft day was good what are you talking about i'm not saying it wasn't good but like i want to watch football if I'm watching i have rewatched that movie multiple times <laughs> <laughs> um no but i, I walked into this cause I, I knew the jackie robinson story i knew about the breaking the barriers and stuff like that and he really did it was amazing 
what he did for the sport of baseball and also what he did for, if you want to say black lives matter, then there you're, there you go. You know, that's one of those, that's one of those uh, hot button things that dude, and you you gotta think this is before like Martin Luther King, you know, this is before Malcolm X This is before being the movement was a thing. Jackie Robinson was a pioneer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I actually learned from this movie, um, Harrison Ford's character was part of that being a pioneer. Uh, right. So what do you think about If it his- wasn't for him making that decision, there would be no there, – there, I wouldn't say there would be no uh, black people in baseball, but there wouldn't be no jump start with Jackie Robinson. There, yeah, there would, there would be possibly no – movement civil rights movement at all had it not been for uh, jackie robinson let's go back let's go back to actually the sport baseball and they call this america's pastime because that's exactly what it was the nfl was i don't know if the nfl was it was around uh football um but but baseball was always a thing that was always a thing and that was always america's sport you know what i'm saying that was one that we always got behind and you could see Back you could see that in this movie. You could see that in this movie. Like there was so much passion. Like, hey, you're not allowed to be here. This is our sport. And I'm and it, these are white people telling black people, <laughs> telling Jackie Robinson, no. And like, yeah. it's it was sad to see that. And some of the stuff that like what, what I love about this movie, watching this right now, because this movie was what when was this released? 2013. 2013. Crazy because. Some of the stuff that's here now has come full circle now with us with 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 that with this movie to now. Like yeah. there's a lot of stuff like put yourself in his shoes, you know? Like yeah. that that one uh that one scene where it's against the Phillies manager who's just like I'm just like I almost turned it off there because, or or fast forwarded because it, it, it was, just it so was disgusting. hard to watch. Yeah. It was disgusting. What I would love to, to do though, if we could ever interview Alan Tudyuk, aka Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. I would love to ask how 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 weird does it feel to act in a scene that is so against like who you actually are like how does it feel to stand on a field and scream that word at somebody I mean they're all working they're probably all professional well no I get that but like you know as an actor you have to put yourself in that space to make it look authentic and that he has to understand, like that guy, the Steve the Pirates, playing a kind of an iconic character right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That guy after after he did all that stuff, he got fired and never worked in baseball again. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, you would think that being that time period, you he would be revered for those negative views. Um, but thankfully, he was not. And then tried to cover it up with a stupid picture, photo op, basically. It, I, it, I, and I love yeah. the part in here. And I love the part where Chadwick Boseman looks at him and says, "Here, let's use the bat so our skin don't have to touch." Yeah, that was cool. But, like, then you know, that's another thing that I like. Here is Chadwick Boseman playing, who is a role model himself, playing another role model, like. He literally was not Chadwick in this movie. And I can tell you that uh, the proof is in this. We watched multiple Chadwick Boseman movies. And for some reason, Rhonda didn't realize this was Chadwick Boseman until halfway through the movie. She's like, wait a minute. Is this Chadwick too? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I, I just, I didn't even notice. Like, but because he's so, 
not the same in every single role. Like he actually becomes the person. So like more to his fame and, and legacy is that he brought other famous legacies to life. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I I mean like it's this the Jackie Robinson story is very inspirational. I'm telling you, dude. Like I yeah. I, I like the story of, of this because uh it's it's it, it hits close to me home to me because I like sports a lot. And I like to see a feel-good story. But watching this movie was a little bit more like the behind the scenes and more learning, like you said before. Like, he had to bite his lip multiple, multiple times. Like, throughout his whole career, getting tossed and tossed baseballs at his head, uh, death threats to his kid, his wife, N-bombs dropped left and right, not by one person, but thousands of people. Like... Yeah, yeah that, I mean, for him to have that type of fortitude that he has there, I thought that was just absolutely awesome. I thought yeah. that was just like the most courageous thing that you could see. And I'm like, I didn't really know that he had yeah. to like suck that up I, so much. I really like that because he wanted to kick everyone's ass. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. He wanted to kick everyone's ass. Yeah, the point you're bringing up right now is actually so cool because uh, Harrison Ford gives like a whole speech in there about like. Like, I don't want a player who's going to react and fight. I want somebody with the courage enough not to. Yeah. And it's like, shit, no, that actually is courage. Like, and because- What's funny was is that's not, that wasn't his criteria before he got called up. When he was right. down in the Negro Leagues, that's not, that wasn't his criteria. He was actually the bad boy. That's what he got kicked out was at the Army, I think it was. Yeah, he, he got kicked- dishonorable discharge, yeah. Because he was the bad boy. He was yeah. the one that couldn't hold his tongue. He was the one that fought. I mean, you even saw it even in the beginning of the movie when but, he went to use the toilet. Yeah. And he's like, well, we'll take our 99 gallons elsewhere. Right. That was actually a testament to, like, his brilliance. But, like, when, when it, the movie progresses and you see him biting his tongue, it's a testament to, in these tough times and in the face of ignorance, to um, show dignity. Um, yeah dignity respect and just ultimately being above the bullshit is ultimately the right way to go and this is why and like i know you probably hate when i get political but uh you know like again with the current like black lives matter movement you have the few people who are rioters and and jerk offs and and making a bad name for people but the majority of the people are dignified and and doing things the right way and these are this is because of role models like him and not violent people like Martin Luther King as well. Uh, so kudos, kudos to this movie. Kudos I to think also, I think also he held his tongue to more because he knew this was bigger than him. Yeah. Him being up in the major league baseball, he knew that was way bigger than just him, that he's starting something for other people of people of color. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and I think that's why he did hold his tongue. He could have went and destroyed it. And here's the thing. If he would have went and argued with that Phillies manager, if he would have went and threw something at, at, at a fan, it would have ruined it as a fan and black people wouldn't have been allowed in baseball. Yeah. And to, to be honest, like it's the butterfly effect because had he gone to that manager and started a fight or something, whole civil rights movement may never have even happened. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So what's your yeah. rating? Um, even though I kind of already know. <laughs> yeah, no, my rating is pretty ridiculous, but I also want to bring up <laughs> Christopher Maloney, Elliot Stabler, uh, his speech before he got shit canned 
was or 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 suspended uh when he's telling all like the racist guys who are doing the petition he's like revolt against yeah he's like listen (laughs) you can sign a petition but they're just gonna have more black people come in here who are more talented than you and more dedicated to actually wanting to play the game because they have a proof they have a point to prove that's why right and then like now you're not gonna have a job so you you know Either you focus on what you do or you focus on being an asshole. Always be careful for that underdog because that underdog will always take you over. And my last shout out before I give you my rating. How cool was John C. McGinley for a movie again, huh? Dr. Cox? Dr. Cox in a movie? I was pretty excited to see Dr. Cox. I always love his smile. His smile's like... It's like... It's like it's like he's always just got a facelift. But you know, want to know something though? What? I, and I was gonna bring this up about him. <laughs> I was thinking of Wild Hogs. <laughs> Let's get involved. <laughs> <laughs> but what what I loved about actually him, his character is this man. He had the announcer role on point. Yes. Yeah, we used the word it. fleek on the in this show. Like it was on fleek hard. Like he was like, and then Ronnie heard, and I was like, oh wow, that's pretty good. Like that sounds yeah. like them old school. Uh, it didn't seem like he was. bro. It seemed authentic. It didn't seem like oh, this guy's imitating a sportscaster. And then Jackie, Jackie's running second, going to third. Like yeah, I was cool. like, wow, that sounds really cool. Like that's and because he doesn't sound like that. He doesn't no, sound like no, that no. at all. That's what makes him a good actor. People, and that's why I keep saying, like, I, I thought Chadwick Boseman was was from African descent, like that, because the way he could change his voice like that, mm-hmm. and like that, what turns you into a great actor because you're turning into this character. Like, you don't talk like that. Like Jackie's right on second, go to third. Like nobody talks like that anymore. You know. You and know who like, else? Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You know who else is like a phenomenal actor when it comes to being able to change their dialect and their and learn languages for movies? Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, really? Blood Diamond, if you ever watch that. I mean, he's got like this whole like South African accent going on. Um, he, he's literally learned languages for movies. It's insane. Hmm. I would I would I wouldn't mind doing a uh, a review session on some major DiCaprio movies like maybe Gilbert Grape, Inception, uh The Departed, and maybe Blood Diamond. Gilbert Grape was great. Phenomenal. Gilbert Grape was great. I can't you know I was just about to do an impression and it's like so politically incorrect right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, we don't want to get canceled. But anyways, uh what's your rating for this? Uh, again, I, I, I say when, when I learn from a movie, when I am moved, when my personality has the ability to evolve from a movie that not only do I enjoy, but I fucking like learn from and I'll hold that with me forever. Uh, outstanding acting, uh, great cast. I can't not give this a, a perfect score for me. Um, I, I know that's probably wrong. But in my opinion, uh, that's what makes a great movie. And this is the candle that I hold all great movies to. This is a 10. I value um, our opinions hardcore. Um, I feel like um, there is that sweet special moment in time uh, that we give perfect 10s. And I'm actually going to agree with you on this, uh, on giving this a perfect 10. Just because it, it, it hits all the my my points like for, first off i didn't grab this once except the text you and say hey look i'm almost through this um 
uh, or or to or to take a break to go to the bathroom or something like that. Yeah. Um, but um, baseball, I love baseball, dude. I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, I wouldn't say the biggest. I mean, I'm more football than I'm baseball, but still, um, America's pastime. Um, the 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 civil rights movement of jumpstarting the civil rights movement. Uh, the character himself, Jackie Robinson. Um, yeah. Just all the actors. The script was good. Um, the the just everything was just great about this movie. Everything was perfect, and it hits yeah. all those notes. And if you guys are struggling in this time of of you know the Black Lives Matter movement, this is actually a really good feel good movie. Even though it's like has a lot of grim points of of Black Lives Matter type movement we got going on, but it has a good feeling at the end. You know, yeah. there's there's a there's a happy outcome at the end of this. Yeah, I, I think I think to that to that point, it's great to see something that took place literally seventy three years ago, mm-hmm. and to be able to take that and parallel it with the shit you see going on today, and see that how no matter how much we've come, that we're still kind of in the same boat, and maybe it can be an inspiration for you to help change the world who knows yeah i also see i also put it like this too if you if you want to like put real world stuff in like what we're doing now compared to then i mean like i said he had every chance that he could have revolted against the machine and every time he ignored it and just knew that this is bigger than just him you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and it goes the same thing with what's what's on today revolting against the machine you could yeah. sit there and protest correctly and this is bigger than just you Right. So, you know, you, you, you send the message the right way with dignity and, and, and the idea of never giving up until change happens, or you, you know, burn down a city, which at first, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of supported the idea of sending that message uh, without hurting people. Um, but uh, yeah, so those few people who do do those things totally corrupt the message and it's harder for people to receive it so you're not these assholes technically who are selfish they they ruin the message for everybody else and and the ability to change as a uh, as a nation yeah i think this is actually a very good learning movie to be honest this is actually a very good movie to watch and I, i think that's it's something we can sit back and think about like you know like compare comparisons between now and then you know i think it's that's actually not a bad idea and i should take example from from then to now yep you know what i'm saying so uh homework moving on homework for next time i'll let you uh you're the one that's picked into homework so tell her tell the group and the fans what are we doing for homework next time okay so moving right along with some uh great filmmakers of color uh People that created the movie Get Out, which was freaking awesome, uh, and the movie Us, which was kind of creepy. Uh, we have a new movie, which Rotten Tomatoes and other critics are kind of giving it some shit, uh, but the movie itself is hyped up to be pretty dope. So Antebellum, it literally just came out today. Uh, so check that out as soon as you say rotten tomatoes i automatically want to watch it because i i I just hate them as critics i think they're terrible right yeah i mean i don't know man we'll we'll see because it's definitely a weird concept for a movie i'm very interested in it uh but we'll talk more about that next uh, week uh but what is the other movie that i picked out i can't someone with uh tom holland 
Ah, uh, yes, the devil all the time. Brian Pattinson. And the devil. The devil. The all the time. Wait, the devil. The, the all, devil all the time. All the time. I don't yeah. know what that means. Even the devil all the time. Yep. Uh, but this is another movie that I think takes place back in like the 1950s or something. Uh, very excited to see it. Some great actors. And it's got it has, Batman and Spider-Man in it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Batman and Spider-Man are the parallels on each. These are the two most rebooted movies of each brand. <laughs> so, I can't wait. I can't wait. These are going to be good movies to watch. It's going to spearhead us into, let's see, I'm actually, let me check my calendar real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's going to spearhead us into October, which me and the Kilowatt discussed this, what was it, last night or night before last? Of yeah. I think we're going to do reviews of, it, it's, it's October, so we got to do scary movies. Why don't we do this each week? We go with a classic horror movie to review and a newer horror movie to review. I can't do that. That's the only problem. Classic is great. I love classics with the slashers and the stuff like that. But then when you go to newer ones, it's just gross. They're no, just, no, no, no. There's a lot of gross. Gore is a subgenre, not every new. So you're saying movie. like one like one show will do so, like classic I'm, I'm just, it compared to new it. <laughs> no, no, I mean we classic we it to new it. But I'm saying we could do like the Amityville Horror 1978, or we could do, uh, you know, and then we could do The Conjuring. You know what I mean? So like you know, we like similar but different, both involving the Warrens. Well, we decided we'll, we'll I, we were going to review scary movies up to our uh, Halloween special. We do a Halloween special almost every year. Um, this show actually took over our our studio chat. So we usually do a special edition Penguin in the Watt Hollywood or I'm sorry, Halloween themed show, which is going to be fun. So I can't wait. So we'll probably do that leading up to that show, which will be great. You'll see it, it will probably we change the name and everything. It's a whole different thing. It's a whole different setup. We have a whole intro in and all that stuff. It's just fun. Just a lot of fun. We do this for this and for Christmas. It, you're knocking off the penguin and the kilowatts right. favorite stuff. So at the end, at the end, uh, I don't know if we're getting ready for shout outs, but uh, so at the end of freaking Halloween, uh, you're going to get your special studio chat Halloween episode, which is going to be pretty cool. I'm like, I'm it's not right. really called studio chat. I think um, it's, a, it's a penguin in the watch joint. It is. So we have that. And then also, uh, right before Halloween on October 29th, you're going to get to check out Camp Leapfrog 2, Things That Go Bump in the Rain. Oh, you're going into promotions already. Look at you. Go, go, go. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. It would be funny if you had a piece of chalk. I know. I'm going to get like talcum powder and like spray it on my face next week. <laughs> Fucking like straight yeah. up. No, no, you can't. Then you'll be canceled for having white face. <laughs> I already have white face. I mean, I guess it's kind of brown face, but I just don't wash it. I don't know. All right, go ahead. Let's All right, go. ready? So, so at the end of the month, you're going to get to check out Studio Chat, aka Pickle One of the Watch Away Halloween special. And also, Camp Leapfrog, things that go bump in the ring. Camp Leapfrog 2, October 29th. Check it out. That is a independent wrestling IWTV joint and co-promoted with High Tension 
HTW. That's High Tension Wrestling at High Tension HTW on all social media. Me? You're asking me where you can find me on all social media? That's right. It's at Real Kilowatt on all social media. Every single place on social media except for Pornhub, you can find me on Pornhub. It's the Killer Thought. That's right. I'm that hoe over there on Pornhub. Just kidding. Don't check. If you do, you might find a milkshake or two. <laughs> I'm going to send it over to you, Daddy. <laughs> Love that classic video you posted on social media this week, too. That's right. Fat so bust a move. <laughs> Which was me- immediately muted. <laughs> Fucking pissed. So I ended up having to put it on my story so it wasn't music. Yeah, because you had to put, you had to, actually had to add I had to add the song to it so that it was like. I, I did the same thing because after you did that, I'm like, oh, I know why I was muted because Facebook sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, Facebook muted it partially. Instagram made me delete it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, fuck that. I did the same thing today. Um, I was, lately I've been actually going through, when it comes to my music, I've been listening to a lot of older tunes like Frank Sinatra, dude. I've just been mad chill with Frank Sinatra. Fly me to the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why the lady is a tramp. <laughs> New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. But uh, anyways, Wicked Turtle, Wicked Turtle. Let's talk some Wicked Turtle stuff. I'm excited for Wicked Turtle stuff. You know what I'm excited for? What? Wicked Turtle store. Because like we got shirts like this. We got merch like this. And a brand new shirt that just dropped the other day. It's a, yo, you got reviews? You got reviews? Then you got Penguin Eats. Ooh, tell me about it. Steph. Now you too can review with an okay. official Penguin Eats shirt. Nice. So Penguin finally has some merch. That's great. Can I suggest an episode of Penguin Eats? <laughs> what? Penguin Eats WAP. <laughs> Wings and pizza? I'm down. That's right. That's right, baby. Coming soon. Whap. Penguin eats that. I got some rolls in my mouth. 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 Wet ass pizza. Wet ass pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying, I'll have to talk to you about this off camera. But anyways, let's keep going. Yeah, there's that, there's that shirt. Guess what? Sunday, code dropping. Type in the word eats. Eats for 10% off. There you go. Yeah, new t-shirt idea. What? W-A-T. Wicked ass turtle. <laughs> we just do it all in emojis. <laughs> Wicked peach turtle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a witch, a peach, and a turtle. But as far as social media, now beginning of the show i said that the kilowatt made this awesome intro which by the way i'm dancing and i'm doing the carlton which was funny <laughs> funny as hell but at the end of the video was a special snap code that where you guys just pause the video snap the code and all our social media comes up and you don't even have to pause the video really oh well it's long it's like 30 seconds you have yeah well if that doesn't work, because here's the thing, guys. I tried yeah, it myself. If scanning's not your bag, baby. <laughs> Shut up, thought. <laughs> but I actually tried it. I couldn't actually get it to scan. I That's don't know. A personal problem. 
It might, it might have been me. But anyways, we do put the link now. It's going to be in the status updates or in the description. So you guys can check it out there. Right. You guys, all you got to do is click the link and it, it'll take you to, it'll take you to all, it's our link tree. So it'll take you to all our social media stuff, including the store, which is yep. there too. And so. uh, you're probably watching this on a Monday. Yeah, Monday. So you're watching this on Monday. So hopefully Saturday, two days ago, you watched the brand new Breakfast Club. <gasps> I didn't even know about this. That's right. We're we're freaking we're back, and uh, me and the situation from the Jersey Shore. Just kidding, he's not there. But we both love Funfetti, and so I found a Funfetti cereal, and we're gonna check that shit out. I'm excited. I'm excited. I love this series. That's my one of my favorite series because look at me. I love food. <laughs> Speaking of loving food, Penguin eats. We'll talk about that. Get the yeah, shirt, but man. also get the shirt to the show. That is awesome. You know why that's awesome? Because we go out in the community. We highlight businesses. We also try the newest things, like the spicy McNugs. Tried those out. Tried the hot sauce. Burned my face off with, with, with the hot sauce because that hot sauce was super hot. And then we also went to um, newest video that's up right now is uh philadelphia hoagie company and uncle paul's stuffed pretzels they were awesome they're awesome so if you guys are local in the area of lebanon or lancaster i think they also do might do harrisburg too but philly hoagie company delicious delicious cheesesteak probably one of the best you'll ever eat even better than some in philly that's crazy uncle paul's stuffed pretzels are the shit too they're really really good so there's that review. If you guys are interested and don't know what the hell I'm talking about, check out the video. It's on the Wicked Turtle Network, which Wicked you can Turtle find Wicked Facebook. Network. You can find that on Facebook by searching Wicked Turtle Network. Wicked Turtle Network. You can also find that on Instagram. We're at Wicked underscore Turtle underscore Network. Wicked Turtle Boom. Network. <laughs> by the way, I'm looking so swollen in this shirt right now. Speaking of swole, <laughs> check out our Twitter at Wicked Turtle. <laughs> Speaking of swole, you can check out the show. Trust me, guys, I do everything. I do everything. So it's fat That's fitness. Right. He I eats. Fat fitness. He sleeps. He fucking works out on the Nintendo Switchies. He does it all. Listen, don't down it until you try it. If you guys don't know what he's talking about, try the the if you have a switch definitely go out and get that it's the ring fit that thing is awesome it really is it kicks my ass every time i do it every time i do it i'm sweating up a storm and yo it, it kicks my ass it basically teaches you yoga it teaches you yoga is basically what it is but it has some strength up because that that ring is like a resistant band almost so but no check us out on all social medias check out that link tree snap the code here at the end and, uh, yo, listen, this has been a good show, I thought. This is a Chadwick Boseman show. So, uh, all May right, man. Forever rest in peace. Yeah, man. And uh, Wakanda forever. This is your boy, the Penguin. I'm the Killathot. And that's what's Here. up. Uh, blah, blah. Thank you for turning in to another Wicked Turtle audio podcast exclusive. Follow us on all social media platforms by searching Wicked Turtle Network.